Episode 19, The Authority Show. Am I good enough to be teaching others podcasting and tech? You are listening to episode number 19 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am super excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. As we start 2016, I just wanted to take a minute and thank all of my listeners for your support. It means the world to me. And for all of you who have left ratings and reviews on iTunes or subscribed to the show or to my newsletter, I do appreciate you. And it really just helps me more people discover the show. And that is a good thing. Also, this year, I am really focusing on building a community of folks who want to learn the tools of the trade of podcasting and online content creation. So if you haven't already done so, please head on over to MikeMurphy.co, sign up for the mixtape newsletter, and by all means, if you know others who may benefit from the content I'm creating, share away. In today's episode, I give you real advice on how to overcome fear and doubt to establish yourself as an authority in your field. Next week, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into how to teach online. So let's start the show with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. And for those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything. It's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about or where you're struggling in your online business. Just head on over to MikeMurphy.co, leave me a question, and I will be answering it on a future episode. So today's Ask Mike Anything comes from my open mic night on blab.im. I was asked if I recommend hosting their new podcast on SoundCloud. And my quick answer is no. But let me explain. SoundCloud, for those of you not familiar, is a really great social media community for musicians and podcasters to share audio. It's kind of like a modern day MySpace. It's a great way for indie musicians just to get their music out to the world SoundCloud is all about social sharing. I like the design and many things about SoundCloud. I even considered hosting my podcast there. But when I was doing the research, many people advised me against it. And actually, I'm glad I listened. It's rumored that SoundCloud is in serious financial trouble. So that's one consideration when you're thinking about using SoundCloud. And really, the bottom line and what it comes down to You want full control over your RSS feed. The RSS feed is your entire, it's the lifeline of your entire podcast. That is your podcast, basically. And if you don't have control over it, you're sort of locked into that service. So if SoundCloud does go under, you're going to have to go through the hassle of taking your RSS feed, which won't be easy, and you're going to have to move it somewhere else. You might lose content. Your audience might be inconvenienced. So these are all very careful considerations. What do I suggest? Well, I suggest using what I'm using, and that's Libsyn and Blueberry. Both industry leaders in podcasting, they work very hard to make sure that the podcasters are taken care of, that their stuff is up to date. Libsyn or Blueberry, or a combination of both, which is what I use. I use Libsyn to host the file. I use Blueberry's plugin, PowerPress, to generate the feed on my website. And to me, that is the perfect combination. And just so you know, though, I still get to you. You can still use SoundCloud for free. I have a free account with SoundCloud. I have to manually upload my episodes, 
but I have about 12 up episodes up there because I do like the I like the platform of SoundCloud. And by doing so, you can kind of test the waters a little bit and you don't have to pay for it and you're not locked into their service. So head to Libsyn or PowerPress and you can't go wrong. Or Blueberry, that is. So why is this t- episode titled The Authority Show? Well, when starting out teaching or creating online content, it is common to look at the competition in your field and question whether you're experienced enough or skilled enough, or are you really an authority on this topic? Let me tell you, this is a common feeling and one that most people experience in one way or another. But in today's episode, I'm going to show you how to overcome fear. I'm also going to show you how to establish yourself as an authority. And again, next week, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into teaching online. So how do you overcome fear? Well, it's all about the mindset. In episode number 16, the Move Forward Show, one concept I touched on was called the imposter syndrome. This is defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy, and it's experienced internally as chronic self-doubt and feelings of intellectual fraudulence. Who am I to teach when there's so many better people already doing it? Am I really an expert in this? I'm a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. I just started. People are going to think I'm a newbie. Maybe I'll study more and then consider teaching when I really know my stuff. Well, I've had all of these thoughts at one time or another. This is fear and doubt talking, the imposter syndrome. It is mostly in your head. Remember that. And don't get me wrong, the imposter syndrome is real, and you're going to feel doubt and fear on a regular basis. And people can be really mean online. You will be criticized or left nasty comments in a tutorial or blog post you make. You and everyone else. Just keep in mind that also that everybody out there is busy and overwhelmed and working hard just like you. And most people aren't focused on your every move or out to prove that you're an imposter or that you don't know what you're talking about. Another solution to the imposter syndrome, realize that nobody is perfect. It's not your goal to be perfect or to know everything you possibly can about your field before you start teaching. You are not auditioning for the experts or the thought leaders online. And guess what? They started out just like you, imperfect. Well, you know how much I love the quote, done is better than perfect, because I pretty much say it every single episode. However, adopt this mantra and you will overcome the imposter syndrome. It will be non-existent once you adopt this phrase. I promise you, I am no stranger to the self-criticism and doubt game. But a big, big step in overcoming it is simply putting yourself out there and hitting publish. In Austin Kleon's latest newsletter, he linked a quote from Anne Lamott titled, Shitty First Drafts. And before I read it, if you are not familiar with Austin Kleon, please go check him out. He inspires me on a whole nother level. I really think he's awesome. So here's the quote. Perfection is the voice of the oppressor, the enemy of the people. It will keep you cramped and insane your whole life. And the main obstacle between you and a shitty first draft. I think perfectionism is based on the obsessive belief that if you run carefully enough, hitting each stepping stone just right, you won't have to die. The truth is, You will die anyway, and a lot of people who aren't even looking at their feet are going to do a whole lot better than you and have a whole lot more fun while they're doing it. I love this concept of a shitty first draft. 
We spend so much time in the beginning, myself included, obsessing over things like our logo, cover art, color schemes, writing styles, videos, you name it. And once we finally get the courage to hit publish, it's still not perfect. It's still not even probably good. So stop looking for validation or acceptance of others to create things. Hit publish and know that each time, each next time is going to be better. If you want to overcome fear and doubt and become an authority in your area or topic, you really need to learn and create over and over again. The cliche practice makes perfect. It's a cliche for a reason. The more you learn and create things, the better you're going to learn, better you're going to become at anything. That is how authority is born. So the first step in establishing authority is really mindset. Believe in yourself. Stop worrying about being accepted and worry more more about getting things done and out there in the world. Do more. Think less. From someone who spends a great deal of time living in their head, I can tell you that it is easier said than done. But once you adopt this creative and productive mindset, you will grow in leaps and bounds and your skill set just rapidly expands. It's quite an amazing experience to witness yourself flourish and gain confidence. And it all starts the first time you let your guard down and publish your first shitty draft. So step two, how to become an authority. Step one was mindset and step two is sharing. Step out of your comfort zone and just share what you know. Give your knowledge away for free. Establishing your authority happens when you stop focusing on yourself and start solving problems and offering help to others. Albert Einstein said, Try not to become a person of success rather than rather become a person of value. It is such an awesome quote. Creating content or solving someone's problems, no matter how big or small, is valuable. And because I like to repeat my saying, my favorite sayings over and over again, it's time for a Derek Sivers quote of what's obvious to you is amazing to others. The reason I repeat these quotes is they apply to so many things I'm doing and you're probably doing. And teaching and saying them over and over again will keep you motivated and they keep my confidence level high. I hope they do the same for you. I used to get so mad at myself for being a jack of all trades because I thought I wasn't good at any one thing. It drove me crazy. Then I started sharing my knowledge and I started to realize that I know a lot of things that others don't and that they can benefit from. It seems really simple, but you really need to give yourself more credit for what you know and what you've picked up on your entire lifetime. You might be new in business or just starting out in photography or design or podcasting, but all of your life experiences and knowledge count, and they're going to surface in every single thing you do. So don't discount this experience and knowledge that you've picked up your whole life. I talk about serving hours in my 2016 roadmap. Serving serving hours was a term that I discovered from a friend of mine online, and it really resonated with me and stuck. Serving hours is the time I allot to browsing Facebook groups and Google Plus or other forums and just answer questions and engage with others. I'm an introvert on all levels, so I am very skilled at avoiding social encounters for the most part. And serving hours is kind of a gentle way of easing into networking and just being social. I really strongly recommend some form of serving hours for all of you to start with when you're trying to establish yourself as an authority. The simple act of going into a Facebook group and answering questions about topics you know the answer to 
it's powerful. Not only does it give you a boost, but the more you, you know, more questions you answer for people, the more they start to see you as someone who really knows what they're talking about. And don't be afraid to, you know, for you to ask questions that you're not sure of. Being an authority doesn't mean you know everything. Just remember that. John Lee Dumas from EO Fire often references the legal definition of being an expert witness. It just simply means that that person knows more than everyone in the room or others in the room. Being an authority stems from you helping others and knowing more than them and to help them solve problems. The more you serve and engage, the more you're going to be perceived as an expert and the more you create and practice your craft, the better you become. It starts with a mindset shift and develops when you start sharing your knowledge. Authority isn't an entrance exam or a certification. It's just knowing a lot about a subject or topic or technical procedure and having people associate you as someone who knows what they're talking about. If you want to be an authority in an area that you are not very knowledgeable about, then start learning and creating And over time, you will get there. For me, I want to get better at audio and video post-production. I know a ton about both, but my skill set isn't where I want it to be. It's not strong in my eyes. But what do I do? I spend hours taking tutorials and learning from others and just inundating myself with the process. Each week I record a a podcast, I try something new, or I just pay attention to more of what the program has to offer. I'm already a lot better personally than I was in episode one. I'm not saying anything here that is not just 100% common sense. But if you struggle with fear or doubt, or you're not sure if you're really good at anything, the simplest solution is to go out of your comfort zone and just dig in. Casey Neistat and Gary Vaynerchuk say over and over, do the work. You don't establish yourself as an authority by thinking and daydreaming about how great it would be to be like so-and-so. You get there by jumping in headfirst, doing the work, and sharing what you know with others. At the beginning of this episode, I asked the question, am I good enough to teach podcasting and tech? In other words, am I an authority in these areas? Well, when I created my website at the start, I wasn't certain whether I was an authority. When I launched episode one, was I an authority on podcasting? Of course not. I just started. But I was and I am an authority on the journey that led me to starting a podcast and online business. And the more I practice the art of podcasting and audio production and script writing and microphone placement, the more I am becoming an expert and an authority on podcasting and the technology surrounding it. My point is, You don't have to be at the top of your game to start teaching and establishing yourself as a person on knowledge in whatever field you're in. You just have to share what you know, and over time, you develop the whole package through hard work and practice. Before you know it, all eyes will be on you as that person who really knows whatever, fill in the blanks. For me, I can talk about podcasting and audio and gear all day long. And that is a sure sign that I love what I'm doing and what I'm involved in. I want to be the best at this. I want people to associate me with podcasting and tech and look at me as an authority and someone they can go to when they need help or have a problem they need solved. Do I know it all? No. And don't don't put that pressure on you 
either to know it all. If someone asks me a question that I don't know, it's no big deal. It doesn't take anything away from your credibility by not knowing everything. But it is up to you to practice and share as much as you can in order to earn the respect of others in your field. And you do need to know what you're talking about. But just remember, nobody is better or knows more about you and what you know than you. So if you stay true and genuine and share what you know, great things are going to happen. So am I good enough to teach podcasting in tech? Absolutely. Am I an authority? Well, that's really not up to me to put that label on myself. That's up to my audience to give me that title. It's up to it's up to me to keep up on the industry standards and practice and, you know, keep going at my craft. Does the content I provide deliver value to you, whether it be technical knowledge or motivation to do better? Establishing authority is not an accolade or a plaque I can hang on my wall. It is just simply becoming better at something I'm passionate about and using the knowledge and skills I acquire to help others or, you know, learn something new or provide a dose of inspiration that just might help someone get to a better place in business or in life. So the bottom line is nobody knows more about you than you. Believe in your gifts or talents or skills and know that there are people who are going to benefit from what you know. As soon as others associate your name with a topic, you are an authority, and that is a pretty cool place to be. If you need help discovering your voice or moving forward or learning the tools of the trade for creating online content and podcasting, you know the drill. Head on over to MikeMurphy.co, sign up for Mike's Mixtape Newsletter, and you're in. I thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band, and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.